You know, Harper's Index often has just the piece of information that we need at a moment like this. Hit me. Okay. Estimated cost to locate, process, and deport all illegal immigrants in the United States. Are you ready? Yeah. $285 billion. $285 billion. And and now, of course, there's going to be more. I mean, it's going to be more. Even though they're going to be building this wall, they're going to have to import all of those illegal aliens to build that wall. Oh, I forgot about that. So part. take that up to three hundred billion. Yeah, three hundred billion. Okay, round number up. Sure. That there you go. We just keep you know we just keep spending it. It's th- well, this, that's nothing. Don't we throw that away in Afghanistan like every week? Afghanistan, I understand, is becoming now officially more expensive than Iraq. It took a while, but of course things have you know are are winding down in Iraq. Winding down. <laughs> Now, people that aren't dressed as American soldiers can kill each other. And we're all over in Afghanistan. Oh, I tell you, I, 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 am, I am really, really upset with Barack Obama. Okay. You oh, know I'm a big fan. I know you're a big fan. A big is, fan this of, is big news. This, this is, is news, but I've yeah. got to ream him a new perspective. All right. Okay? All right. Look, I know Barack inherited the war in Afghanistan. He didn't start it. He didn't lie and get us into Iraq or anything like that. Yes, he got there. All right, fine. And it's, and he can't wind it down overnight. I understand that, right? Even if that's his intent. But he is sponsoring state terrorism, using these drones, right, to kill people who look like militants, who act like guerrillas, to to drone them, to rocket them from drones, you know, be, f- using using guys sitting in refrigerated trailers in Arizona and Las Vegas, that is state terrorism. He knows about it, and he's got to stop it. He's he's a man of exquisite sensibilities. Why he is letting this go, I don't know. Perhaps, like Bill Clinton, he's a man who has had no military experience and therefore is cowed by his military advisors, particularly the ones that are wearing all the fruit salad when they walk in to tell him what's happening. Right. You know, he also doesn't have a lot of background in the intelligence community. So I think it's difficult for him to figure out who's telling who the truth. I mean, it's not like George Bush Sr., who was head of the CIA, knew it was all lies, knew how to deal with it. But here he is, man. I tell you, Barack Obama, you've got to think about this again. You know, this is putting you in the W category, man. It's it's state terror. We are the terrorists in this case. It's easy to turn that around. And the reason that we are doing this is the same reason that me lie happened and the same reason that the Vietnamese were <clears throat> made into uh, short yellow people in black uniform, in black uh, clothing. Oh, right? pajamas. Black pajamas. <clears throat> yeah, right. let's really get it right. As, as, if they're, as if they're going to like uh, win the war and then go to sleep. Yeah, or just to have wake up to win war well, and then wake go up, back win to sleep. war, go back to sleep. Yeah. yeah okay. So, so th- this is a way of not dealing, uh, even on a semi-personal basis, with the people that you are killing, and it is indeed a, a, a very specific act of going out with a, a very large gun and whacking people. And if that isn't, I agree with you completely, that is state terrorism. We should not be whacking people. Why are we doing this? Because we cannot get to them any other way. We don't have this any, way. We don't have any what they call hume-int. 
which is human intelligence, i.e., we can't send somebody in from, you know, that studied Arabic or Pashtun at Colgate University and he can pretend to be Taliban. Can't do it, you know. No, and then, and then put a, a, a suitcase with explosives under the desk, which then Hitler moves over by his, you know. Can't do that. And we can't, and we cannot actually br- hire anybody to do it inside Waziristan because everybody knows what everybody else is doing. And when they find out you took money from the Americans, they kill you. The amazing thing about the Afghanis is they can tell each other apart. They can. I can't. They can. Maybe it's different rugs. Maybe it's maybe it's a different brand of opium on their breath. I don't know what it is, but speaking they can. Speaking of opium, you know, about a third. I'm always speaking of opium, yes. <laughs> but not on it. Uh, about a third of the opium crop is, uh, is uh, vanished uh, due to some dreadful illness in Afghanistan. They lost about a third of the crop, so they expect the prices are going to go up. Oh, man, you mean like like some sort of like, you know, they need Monsanto's, right, opium seeds that are impervious to all of those diseases. Just let's work it out. The, the peace jerga is coming up, and I'm sure all these guys sitting around with their, you know, in their tribal dress, talking their tribal languages, will come up with a tribal solution for this, which is if we just get money from America to keep growing more opium instead of having the Marines walk through our fields like Klutzes. Why, then we're good. Monsanto, very good, very good. And then we can find a use for Halliburton. Hello, hello, I'm Ed Stiffner, the crazy commando, ordinance officer at the neighborhood survival gun store. Want to build up your small arms, Mr. and Mrs. Scaredy Cat Survivorite? Has your neighborhood become dangerous to live in because people with different names have moved next door? Well, you don't have to take it lying down, but if you are lying down, try our recoilless recliner designer rifle. You don't have to leave the cozy comfort of your bed to waste that rude intruder or strafe the friggin' rock and roll party across the street. Tell them how to find us, Fred. Uh, I don't know, man. Read the paper. Oh, the paper. Uh, concrete off the road Read tire. Read in the oh. paper. Neighborhood survival gun store is easy to find. Yeah, I'm here. Uh, uh, we're four flights below the ruins of the beautiful bunker building. Left face, 14 goose steps, and you're there. This week, try our survival special. Yeah, that, that's the simple little kit we sell under the counter that converts your, your harmless 22 caliber starter pistol into a selective fire 50 millimeter armor piercing weapon system. It's a bitch. So shoot face and make friends later. Yeah. Set your sights on your neighborhood survival gun store. Ask for Ed or Fred Stiffner. That's us, the crazy commandos. Yeah, and you'll get free a life-size replica of the alabaster arrow of improbability. Uh, the weapon that saved or, uh, or did it destroy the ancient world, Fred? Well, I don't know. Ed. I, I wasn't there, you know? Hardly here. Yeah, well, I, that's not my job. Hey, don't get on my case. Well, it seems that the Federal Reserve is prepared, poised to help bail out all damn European governments that are going down to tubes, you know, the ones with the junk bonds. But the Obama administration is pushing back with a series of arguments that Americans won't be on the hook for the EU bailout. Okay, so we're going to let those guys just go down on their own. That's because perhaps the only thing less popular in Washington than the U.S. troubled asset relief program bank bailout is the idea that Americans are going to come to the rescue of financially strapped Greeks who live this Mediterranean lifestyle and don't pay taxes. A quote, 
With Portugal, Spain, and perhaps others to follow in Greece's footsteps in the near future, this action shows the Obama administration is headed down a dangerous path of bailing out European countries at a time when we face our own debt crisis, said Indiana Republican Representative Mike Pence. I don't think he was paying attention to what the administration was saying, but of course, that's par for the course. You're just going to get a little soundbite out there. You know, it doesn't matter whether it purports to be true or false or in any way, you know, fits in with what's going on. Just get it out there and worry about the truth later. So the United States is actually involved in the European rescue in two ways. First, the International Monetary Fund, which is 17% financed by American taxpayers, says it is prepared to contribute up to $321 billion to the relief effort. What about the relief effort for American cities and the American forever unemployed? If, if we're paying 17% to the IMF to help bail out the Europeans, whom I love dearly, doesn't charity begin at home? There's enough problems at home right now. Yeah, look, Greece has to take care of itself. Generally, the IMF says it will require countries receiving assistance to enact stringent deficit-fighting measures, which would force nations such as Portugal and Spain that might be next in line for assistance to undergo bruising internal political fights to rein in their social spending in exchange for the aid. Well, that's certainly not an American uh method of operation, because, of course, we want everything without paying taxes. The idea of austerity, well, that's good for the other guy. That's good for all them soft Europeans who are spending time drinking wine instead of standing in line for their uninsurance benefits. Okay, here's the second thing the Federal Reserve is going to do. They've reopened so-called swap lines that allow it to lend dollars to the European Central Bank in exchange for euros, which help pump dollars into the EU economy. Yeah, right. That's great. We're buying euros as they're plummeting, right? And the European Central Bank has just offered a trillion dollars to pull Greece Greece's fat out of the fire, okay? So uh, that's fine, you know? That's just fine with the Fed. It's not fine with the American people. It's complicated. But here's the thing. The Fed isn't going to be able to make those kind of autonomous decisions anymore now that they've passed a bill in the Senate that allows us to audit them, okay? Senate has approved an amendment to the Wall Street Reform Bill that would order a one-time audit of the Federal Reserve if the underlying legislation passes, which it appears it will. The amendment, which passed 96 to 0, really, with overwhelming bipartisan support, was the product of a deal brokered last week by sponsor Senator Bernie Saunders, Democrat, actually Socialist of Vermont, and Banking Committee Chairman Chris Dodd, who hopes to keep his senatorship. He's in trouble in Connecticut. And that's to make the provision acceptable to the White House that they made it a one-time audit. But yeah, once the Fed foot is in the door. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>